I didn't need to know. I did not need to know. All right, you have to listen to this song. It's Steven Sanchez. It's a song that I am loving right now. Ready? What? who Evangeline is right but look do you see like the little vibe they got going on like oh, that's 50s, cool 60s? I know he's good I'm telling you you would really like his music right, I think. Listen. let me add him to my musicals. add him to your list dun, 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 dun. Okay. anyway Hi. welcome back welcome back to did not need to know I'm Jenna I'm Danielle I just almost spilled my wine oh my god oh my god every week i get to tell danielle my sister stories that she did not need to know because i love true crime and she doesn't yeah i was gonna say you didn't say that that part what's his last name sanchez Sanchez. steven with a ph oh ph and that song was called evangeline and he also has until i found you which is like yeah to library so good it's like he's like um Today's generation's Michael Bublé. I love Bublé. With a little, like, little modern vibey. Mm. Where Michael Bublé is, like, straight, like, Dean Martin. This yeah. guy's, like, Dean Martin, if Dean Martin was, like, 20 years old right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. You got it? You got yeah. it? You got it? You mm-hmm. with me? All right. What was that? Uh, oh, that was your low power you vibe? Hi. Hey, Do we hi. have any fact check your fuck ups? Um, oh, no. that's Danielle. That's not speaking. Right now. What? <laughs> well, we have new listeners, so I want to know. So say your name. We, oh, hi, we, I'm Danielle. We, we totally fucked up the intro, and I'm Jenna. Oh. I'm the one Oops. who loves true crime. <laughs> it's okay. We could jazz up the jazz the it up, baby. Intro every day so, on again. Did you even listen to our, our episode? I did. What do you mean? So, did we have any fact check your fucks? Uh, I didn't write anything down on my You're list. Right, Matt? You look very good. It's really fucking loud. I it's hear it still through the It's outside, but it sounds ha- like it's in the house. And every time you touch it, it makes a crazy ass noise. Danielle's uh, fire detector is problem. <laughs> it's giving me a lot of anxiety. I'm not gonna Danielle's lie. Don't is- bring it in the house. It's <laughs> by your pots, by the by the barn, by the garage door. So, backstory, since her sisters, Danielle has... has <laughs> misophonia. Sens- has misophonia. She's had sensitive, extreme sensitivity to sounds <laughs> since she was literally birthed out of the womb. I went into therapy before, guys. <laughs> child therapy. Um, it was child therapy. Uh, that's what I said. And right now, her fire detector, like, have you ever seen Friends? My where, God. If I he know, brings it up down, the fucking it'll be steps. okay. If you've ever seen the episode of Friends where Phoebe can't get the fire fire detector yeah. to shut the fuck up. It's that's, my worst nightmare. That's Danielle's house right now. This fire detector is literally outside, and it could, we hear it as if it was sitting right next to us. You're giving me more anxiety. Her face is very flushed. Oh my God, is it? It is. I'm having a heart attack. Are you really? (laughs) Oh no, go to a happy place. So the beeping is under control, I guess. He took out the wrong beeping machine. The beeping machine? And then caused more beeping. No, smoke detector, not fire detector. I mean, it's basically the same. You know what I mean. Anyway, 
Did we, we did introduce ourselves. Well, for our new listeners, you found something new about me. Danielle has a lot episode. of anxiety around sounds she can't control. Whatever. Everybody's got their thing. Yeah. No, trust me. Everybody's got their thing. I like these really sad plants that Lula keeps making me buy. Why are you buying sad plants? Because they're only like $2. But then From I don't, where? From Giant for some reason. Like, all right, I'm going to take a picture and we're going to put it on our look how sad social that looks. of the most depressing looking. I mean, look at the one next to it, though. We need, like, remember that old thing where like you zoomed in? Yeah. And it was like sadness. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this it's plant like encompasses. <laughs> That's what this plant looks like. Sadness. <laughs> did you take your sage or is that your sage? I did not take my sage. Here you go. Sage stick. I went to I'm like the flower show. Three deep right now. Oh my god. Well, this was the most amazing deal. It was three sticks for twelve bucks. Meanwhile Oh, that's pretty good. It's a good sage. It's pretty good. Fresh it's made flower. from this place called Marvin's Garden. Oh, give them they their, make shout beer, out their handle. They make beer garden tables. Look at this. Shut the front door. Let How me cool see is that. that? <gasps> oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Marvin'sGardenUSA.com. Not an ad because we're not that cool. <laughs> no. And it was a very small vendor. I think we might have been approved They're for They're from Weston, Connecticut? Oh, shit. Well, there you go. Anyway, let's get to the story. All right. So we're going to do the, it's going to be, it's going to, it's, this is not a good one. It's going to be. Not scary? No, it's not good. As in, this oh, is a bad story. gross. Like, Did you get my text hmm? um, huh? um, about hmm? the thing, huh? the demon of Belfry? Yeah, I've heard of that one. Oh, okay. Because we'll Natalie it. said to me, she goes, Danielle, I really need you to be horrified. I just need an episode where you're screaming and crying. Yeah, that hasn't happened in a minute. I know. She was just like, can you please do this? Because I think it will terrify you. I was like, oh, thanks. See, she was like, I need my entertainment. See, everybody likes when you're you're scared. Yeah, right. Um, what, are the, what are the OG episodes of Danielle being terrified? Broke my sister. I broke my sister. That's a good one. Um, want to see the person that she's talking about for, uh, Oh, sure. I guess for demon in the Belfry. I think it's Belfry. Belfry. <gasps> <laughs> He's straight out of a horror movie. He looks like the guy from, um, saw without like the oh, mask. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I Whatever agree. that guy's name is schizo. I don't know. What's his name? I don't know. I only Sideshow? watched one and I couldn't handle it. I think I only watched one also yeah. and it was pretty awful. Carrie Elwes is in that. It, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just watched one and then I was like, and I'm out. That's enough Chops for me. Chops off his own foot. Okay. So we're going to do the Idaho murders. Oh, right. You did tell me this. And it's probably going to be a part two, but like the part two is going to happen sometime in June or July because that's when the trial begins. Yeah, that's fine. Are you feeling okay? You look hella pale. <laughs> I am still sick, too. Or maybe it's in comparison to how fucking flushed you were before. I am really sick still. She just blinked at me and, like, I fucking hate you kind of look. Okay. I hate when people say you look sick. Like, well, I didn't say... I said, are you okay? You look pale. Yeah, it means I, I look, look sick. sick. It means I look sick. Well, honey... That's I how I knew I had to go home. Everybody told me, wow, you look really sick yesterday. <laughs> well, who goes to work sick? 
I had a, a like, starting Macbeth. I I didn't want to not be there for my students when we were starting. Yeah, a but new, no one wants your germs, Danielle. I had a mask what, on. What year are you living in? I had a mask on. Masks do bullshit unless the other persons are wearing a mask too. Oh, I know. All right, so. <clears throat> In the early hours of November 13th, 2022, four University of Idaho students were fatally stabbed in their off-campus residence in Moscow, Idaho. I'll just say that I was that dumb person when it was first on the news. It just said Moscow, and I was like, oh, Russia. Shit, what's going on Well, yeah, because it just says Moscow. Yeah. And I was like, why is this? What's happening? And then I realized Moscow, like Idaho. Well, who knew? I didn't who know. Knew? Who knows who that there's knew? a Moscow, Idaho? Why would they call a town Moscow, Idaho? I don't know. I don't know why they repeat names from... Uh, well, it's because settlers from those countries no one, come here first. No one came from Moscow, Russia. Russia. Someone from to Russia go to came Idaho. To, to Idaho. And they're like, new Moscow. No, nothing's in Idaho. <laughs> like New Mexico. Nothing's in Idaho that people from Russia want. New England. Okay. So um, several... University of Idaho, Idaho students lived in this rented off-campus home. I don't know if you saw pictures of it, but it's like it's like a three-story house, and it kind of looks like it's raised up a little bit, at least from the pictures that I saw. Mm. Um, so it's like a rural rural town in Moscow, Idaho, which is isn't how all I, of Idaho. That's exactly rural, what I was going to say. That all of Idaho seems rural. There's definitely to me. no urban. And this Idaho. is coming from people who live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I mean, we're in the suburbs. Yeah. Very close to a city. But okay. Anyway, so like it's a three-story home. It had six bedrooms with two bedrooms on each floor. Um, there had not been a murder in Moscow, Idaho since 2015, which I'm like, I don't really know if that's saying a whole hell of a lot. I think that's pretty good. Is that- oh, wait. In just Moscow. Huh. Yeah. I guess that's I guess good. that's fine. I don't know about like murder statistics. Philadelphia and- had like a murder like two minutes ago, so I guess Philadelphia has like I think every, every time January fifteenth it was already like thirty murders. Yeah, no, it's not great. So I guess that's good. Yeah. No. Okay, so there were three female victims: Madison Mogan, Kaylee. Gun Calvis and Zana Kernadel. They lived at the house while the fourth victim was Ethan Chapin, and that was Zana Kernadel's boyfriend who was sleeping over the night of the attacks. Mm. So, two other female roommates also lived at the house. They were not attacked. Um, they were there? Mm-hmm. Right. I think you told me that. So, earlier on the evening of November 12th, two of the, of the four victims, Ethan and Zana, were at a on-campus campus party at the nearby Sigma Chi fraternity from about like 8 p.m. to 8, 9, to 9 p.m. 8, 9, to 8 to 9 p.m. They returned home about 1.45 a.m. That evening, the other two victims, who happened to be like very close best friends, Madison and Kaylee, had gone to the Corner Club, which is a like a sports bar downtown, and they were there from at about 10 p.m. and they departed about 1:30 a.m. Right, so, so similar times. Yeah, from um, from a live stream video on Twitch, apparently, like from yeah, people the, like Twitch. I don't do Twitch. No, but. but this was like from the food trucks Twitch, which I didn't know was a thing. I don't know. So this food truck called the Grubhub had a Twitch, I guess, and they live streamed like. The surrounding areas, They're like look, come here to this food truck. Look oh, how amazing okay. it is. Um, so it's four blocks south of Friendship Square. I don't well, that's know. a nice hippie name for a Idaho Square. 
uh, it showed Madison and um, Kaylee at 1.41 a.m. like talking and smiling and getting their food 10 minutes later and then leaving. Um, initially, the police thought they were leaving in an Uber um, only to their like uh, their residence was like only one mile away. Um, but, uh, they instead, and I guess like November in Idaho, that must be fucking cold. I guess I wouldn't want to walk either. I honestly know zip about Idaho. I'm telling you how cold <laughs> it is right, right now. Um, but the police later rephrased their statements that it wasn't an Uber ride. It was like a quote private party, which I mean, is like someone they know. Or like just like a random person was like, I'll give you a ride. Hmm. And they got back to their house at 1.56 a.m. Okay. So all four of the students who were murdered were home by 1.56 a.m. Seven. This is, this is what's weird to me. Like there were seven uncompleted phone calls. So I guess that means like missed calls to um, Kaylee. Goncalves's, uh, from Kate Kaylee to her long, her like ex-boyfriend that she had for like a very long time. So she called him apparently seven times, but those calls were missed. I guess it's like 2am. Like maybe, maybe he's sleeping. Maybe his do not disturb on his yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. So he was a fellow student. Um, and then from 226 to 252 AM, um, Madison Mogan also called her boyfriend three times with the similar results of, um, I guess not They're answering. Sleeping. It's 3 a.m. 2.44 to 2.52. I just want to make sure I'm saying these names correctly. Yeah, Madison. Okay. Um, then, so uh, these calls were investigated. The police concluded that these boyfriends didn't have anything to do with the crime. So Zana um, Kernoodle and her boyfriend received a DoorDash order around 4 a.m. So they oh are God, literally they're not sleeping. So like this is not how Jenna was in college. So I was not up at 4 a.m. getting DoorDash because, I mean, number one, I DoorDash needed, didn't exist. I needed to have the food almost at my house when mm-hmm. I was just getting home. Otherwise, I wasn't going to eat it because I'd be starting to fall asleep. I remember one time at a house party at the shore, literally there was no food. So we, as our munchies, we ate pot brownies and made it much worse, much terrible idea. I don't think we had dinner that night. Wow. Yeah. Hashtag bad decisions. That was in <laughs> high school or college. Um, I think it was like senior year, like after we graduated going into college. So Jeez. I was a gem. Okay. So. The two surviving roommates had returned home by 1 a.m., and the reports originally said that they were in their beds on the ground floor. Remember, it's like three mm-hmm. levels of the home at the time of the killings. They were not attacked or held hostage, and the original report stated that both surviving roommates did not wake up during the killings. That was not true, though. Um, I think like there was a lot of like miscommunication going on because, A, this is horrific, this crime. I mean, obviously, um, it's their friends if they live together. Yeah, and I think just like a lot of information was getting out there that was just swirling around all this. I mean, if you remember it being on the news, it was just like a whirlwind. Because mm-hmm. didn't they not know who it was for a really long time? There's like it, no arrest, no found nothing. Him very, very quickly. It just, it, it just sounded so crazy that this could have happened oh, specifically okay. to these college students without like 
knowing within a couple of days, but it really logistically was only like a couple of weeks until he was caught. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the real case was that one of the surviving roommates was sleeping on the second floor, the same floor as Zana and Ethan, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. before she was woken up by what sounded like Kaylee and her dog. So Kaylee had a dog. So she thought it was just Kaylee and her dog making noise. She later heard a roommate saying when she was like listening, something to the effect of there's someone here. So the roommate believed this was said by Kaylee, um, Kaylee, although investigators also believe that this may have been Xana. So no one really knows who was speaking. So the first floor roommates heard one of the upstairs roommates saying that. Yeah. So apparently one of them was sleeping on the second floor mm-hmm. and then, um, there was, the murders were on the third floor and the second floor, mm-hmm. I believe. I'm not hundred. I think I remember it. you saying that yeah. before. Um, okay, so there is, um, da, 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 da. Uh, there was a forensic download for Xana's cell phone that showed that she was on TikTok at 12 a.m. on the app. Um, so the surviving roommate opened her door twice within a short span of time, like listening. She How was do here. You know? She she, ended she said up that con- oh, okay. saying, not confessing, but saying to the police. Um, so she was hearing all these weird noises. Um, she was like, I, I think she ended up like shouting, like, keep it down up there. Like I'm trying to sleep or something. Oh, shit. Um, and she said she opened her door, her door twice within a short span of time. The second time she heard what sounded like crying coming from Zana's room and a male voice saying, it's okay, I'm going to help you. So um, nearby security cameras, like next door, like I guess the noise like kind of picked up, heard the sounds of whimpering and a loud thud and then dogs barking numerous times starting around 4.17 a.m. So again, this surviving roommate opened her door a third time and at that point she saw a man in black clothing and a black mask um, that covered all like his mouth and nose walking towards her. She panicked kind of like, I guess she had it cracked maybe and like sunk back into her room. Um, and she states that she was kind of like in a f- frozen shock phase. Um, and she saw him exit through their sliding glass doors. How'd she see all that if it's dark in the hallway and he's wearing all black? I don't know. Maybe there was some sort of light coming from somewhere. Mm. Um, and she like panicked and just locked herself in her room. And this he is, didn't try and break in there? Yeah, that's where it's, like, weird. And I can't wait till the trial happens to figure out, like, why those four people, mm-hmm. you know? So the four victims were stabbed on the second and third floors in the home where they had been in bed. The victims were not gagged, they were not restrained, and the walls of the scene were splattered with blood. Uh, Madison and Kaylee were found in Madison's bedroom and Zana and Ethan were found in Zana's room. So no calls to 911 were made until almost um, noon, 11.58 a.m. So that's where I have a hard time being like, you were terrified, you heard noises, you locked yourself in your room, but then you didn't, I guess she was sleeping. I guess she She fell asleep until... I mean, Until I guess that happens. College I guess student. a college student. She, maybe she was drunk. Maybe that's just how long she slept and she didn't think about it. I mean, like, oh shit, that was really crazy last night. So apparently 911 was what? Called. That was 4 a.m., right? Yeah. So I guess she would have slept. So um, 
no 911 calls were made until 11:58 a.m., which obviously was many after many hours after the killings. So at that time, a call was made from inside the residence from a cell phone of one of the vic- surviving students who um, said that they needed aid for an unconscious person, which makes me wonder, like, why would you just say unconscious? And again, she has nothing to do with this the student, but it's just like weird that it was said an unconscious person, which did you look? Because apparently there was blood everywhere. So you know? obviously they're dead. Yeah. So when police arrived, the, t- uh, the door was, to the home was open. There was no sign of forced entry or damage inside the home and nothing appeared to be missing. The two surviving roommates were in the residence when the police arrived, um, as were some friends. So apparently they like got nervous and like called their friends, called friends to come mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Which is like normal. That's fine. Is that, is that okay? It's not illegal to do that. I no, guess. No, but I it guess they, a were, crime they were scene, worried. Though. Yeah. She said like one of her friends on the second floor was unconscious and not waking up. So, you know, that's odd. Is she just in like, is this the same one who saw the mass person? Yeah. Yeah. She just like not processing everything. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's shock of some sort. So all four victims were pronounced dead at 12 o'clock noon. So that's like really quick, you know? So detectives believe the killings occurred sometime between 4 a.m. and 4.25 a.m. So that night, officers came upon um, Kaylee's dog, which, (gasps) which, so there was a lot of rumors going around that the dog was dead, but it's not. Um, um, she shared that dog with her ex-boyfriend and the dog was totally unharmed and at the house. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So Ethan was 20 years old and he was from Conway, Washington. Kaylee, 21 years old from Rathdrum, Idaho. Zana, 20 years old from Avondale, Arizona. Um, and Madison Mogan, 21 from, I can't say this, it's a French name, Cohere de Alain, Idaho. Sure. Um, Ethan was a freshman, Zana was a junior, and Kaylee and Madison were both seniors. So on the evening of November 13th, the university obviously cancels their classes mm-hmm. for that night and for the 14th. Um, they also scheduled a candlelight vigil. But then that was postponed for two weeks because it's like, wait a second, there's a murderer on the loose somewhere. <laughs> someone maybe who could not a great idea. Be killing more people. So. Yeah. So like, initially the Moscow police was like, you know, there's no risk. It's okay. And then three days later, he's like, you know, we can't say that there's no threat to the community because <gasps> obviously fucking four kids were murdered. Right, and you don't and know. You don't why. got that person yet. So it yeah. could, and you, there, there's no motive yet. You don't know, so it could be anybody. Yeah. So again, it's like November. Thanksgiving is rapidly approaching. So fall break was scheduled to begin on November 18th. So just send everybody home. So no one was really like feeling very comfortable. So a lot of people just like went home early. Yeah. And like not only did the students did this, but professors were also canceling their classes, which good. You uh, should do that. I would be like, bye. I'll see you next year. And right. semester is over. I know. Well, it's traumatic. Yeah. So everybody returned the 28, well, not everybody classes opened up again on the 28th. I don't know how many people had to return and a candlelight vigil was held on November 30th. Mm. So, um, the fathers of Kaylee and Ethan, um, were in the media a lot because they were really upset 
about the lack of information they were being given by the police. And in retrospect now, I understand because the police were hot on the trail and they didn't want to throw anything off. Yeah, you always say that they hide things when mm -hmm. they don't want the public to know and give things away. But as a parent myself, I understand how frustrating that could be from these two fathers' perspective. Yeah. Um, we're not getting information and, you know, you want justice. Mm -hmm. So I understand both sides of it. Um, so, you know, the media went crazy. TikTokers and psychics and social media began to speculate and spread rumors and everything. And psychics. You know, yeah. And like, I heard things about like, oh, it must be someone in the military because it was a certain kind of knife and all that. Oh, right. I remember um, you saying that. And the Moscow police got really mad at internet salute, sleuths and all that. And it was just rumors that were disrupting the investigation. And it, on December 2nd, a news release said there there is speculation without factual backing, stoking community fears and spreading false facts, tracking down rumors and quelling rumors about specific information and specific events that may not have ha happened is a huge distraction. We are not releasing specific details as we do not want Want to compromise the investigation, which completely Shit. makes sense. Did it say, are you going to tell me how, like many times they were stabbed and all that? Um, I'm just going to say multiple. It, it was really good. bad. There's like rumors of like what else was done, but I'm not going to get into that. We'll usually save that for maybe like part two. Oh, okay. Cause usually you tell details. me all the gory details. Again, like this is stabbings like a case where like, on their bodies they were yeah. stabbed. Uh, this is also a case that's, unfolding still was it at, where at, were they stabbed where in their on their bodies probably all over but like you i'm don't not know gonna, these things yet again this is going to trial in june or july so, so we don't have things. everything oh, okay. gotcha okay. yeah um da, 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 da. okay Mm -hmm. So the Latsaw County coroner conducted autopsies on all four victims on November 17th. She said that they all appear to have been stabbed multiple times with fatal wounds in the chest and upper body yeah. with a larger knife. If not the same knife, it's going to be similar ones. So at least one victim with what we were apparently, um, were defensive wounds on her hands Aww. and possibly more to have tried to fend off the attacker. Um, like it looked like they were awoken when they were sleeping mm -hmm. is the whole thing. Um, no signs of sexual assault. Thank God. Um, all four deaths were, um, you know, by stabbing nothing by strangulation or anything like that. Right. Um, they believe that the killer used a fixed blade knife. What's so, that mean? I don't know. Uh, I think that just means like not like a switchblade or a pocket knife oh, one that okay. folds in. It's like a um, one that like you know you open. tuck into a sheath into yeah, yeah, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. So the survivor oh, uh, hi, what funny little comment. Oh, so we're doing Macbeth and we found um, we asked for props from one of our other teacher friends mm -hmm. and she was like oh great she brought in crowns and like fake swords so one of the crowns. Um, one of the students wanted to go and show her mom who she was like, who's one of the secretaries. Um, and she brought it to the main office and her mom brought it back. She goes, yeah, she can't be walking around the school with a, a sword. Oh my God. We're like, Oh, we didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> and there was a fight like a few minutes before that. So Danielle works in inner city. Okay. Anyway. Um, but, 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 but a surviving roommate who saw the suspect described him as male, about 5'10", not very muscular, 
but so athletic, like athletic, like a th- thin, like a thin build. Like you know, he wasn't fat and bushy eyebrows. So I guess like, cause his like mouth and nose were covered. But you know, when you have one of those stupid ski masks, like it's just your eyes and your eyebrows. I guess it's big fat eyebrows, Ray Liot eyebrows. Yeah, dickhead. Up here of a trimmer. Um, on oh November nineteenth, police requested the public provide any video of the house that had been recorded the night of the killings. Um, so any kind of like I guess like ring cameras, that kind of thing. A phone tip line and email were, were created for students and others to submit potential evidence to officials. As of December fifth, it was reported that there had been more than. 2,600 email tips and 2,700 phone calls, 1,000 digital media submissions oh from the public for these tip lines, which but is crazy. Don't you, didn't you say all these tip lines usually have like false tips and shit or like things that don't pan out? Yeah. Cause like there honestly was 15,000 so tips regarding the case. Laborious to go through all of those. Ima- imagine just like, I'm sure they're working around the clock trying to figure it I'm out. I'm sure it's so many people. Working on that. Yeah. And let's think about it. How how much experience maybe does Idaho police have in solving yeah, crimes like this? They just said they didn't have a crime like this since yeah, 2015. It's not exactly like they're, you know. Brushed up on that. Yeah. Not to discredit them. No. I mean, it's good they that they don't have. They did a very good job. Yeah, but it's good that they don't have crime like that. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so police believe that this was done by one um, assailant, a targeted attack, but have not concluded at that point if the target was um, from the residence or not. So they were still kind of thinking that the two girls were involved. Well, like whoever the was surviving or whoever was sleeping <gasps> over. And I remember the parents saying, like, they've cleared people that I don't think they should have cleared and that kind of thing. Oh. I mean, these parents were devastated well, and just course, trying to find yeah, answers. So um, in November 23rd, a press conference, the Moscow police chief said that the authorities had received a number of tips, including that Kaylee Guncalvis allegedly had a stalker, but were unable to verify that claim or the identity identity of that stalker. So after receiving hundreds of tips from the public, December 12th, I'm sorry, December 15th, police announced they were searching records of approximately 22,000 fifth generation Hyundai Elantras that were made between 2010 and 2015. So that's a very specific car that they're Mm -hmm. looking for. Mm -hmm. I wonder why. So a camera in the area of the killings had captured an image of an Elantra around the time when the killing happened. Um, so a little backstory, this car was seen going by lots of, lots of, lots of times that same car. for months and specifically the day of this the was the killings. stalker stalker slash murderer. But yeah. the guy who she said was stalking, um, her. that hasn't been completely connected to the dots oh, yet, oh, okay. but we can only assume yes. Um, makes sense, there yeah. are also rumors that, um, her, her, her wounds were more, everybody's was brutal, but hers was specifically more brutal than the others. So it could have possibly Aww. been because he was obsessed with her more, maybe. Wow. Yeah. She knew who he was or she just knew someone was stalking her. Apparently she knew someone was stalking but her. But she didn't know no, him who? by name. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's so creepy to know that someone's following you and you don't know who they That's are. That's terrifying. Oh my God. Ooh, I, I know. I know. Major it's horrifying. Oh, my God. So As I look into the 
darkness of my driveway. Oh, please. Uh, driving here a couple of times, I thought like, you know, your mind plays tricks on you. I thought I saw someone in the backseat of my car and I just started waving my, my hand around. Seeing if what I did you think did anything. was in the backseat of your car. What? What do you think was in the backseat? I thought of your a person car? was hiding in there. Oh, it's one God. of my many fears. <laughs> top ten fears. Oh my God. Um, one day we'll go over my top ten fears. They, I'm sure, once I start talking, they'll be like top fifty. Tornadoes. <laughs> I am so scared of tornadoes, and it's just like one day swimming in the ocean, and there's like a, a giant shark. Next to me, that's also a giant fear. But you of love swimming in the ocean. I do, but it's always just there nagging me. Like, hmm. there's that's not a seashell. That's a shark. A seashell <laughs> is a shark. How, like, Jenna. You know when the tide comes in and a, a seashell will like hit your hit your leg. And I'm like, that's that's a shark's tail. Just, just slapped me in the leg right now. We're getting off topic. Let's oh get back. Oh my on this. god. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so investigators noticed that the white Hyundai Elantra that was captured by a camera during the time of the killing, so like on a ring camera or something like that, appeared to travel in the direction of Pullman, Washington, and twice to the apartment of the victims. Surveillance video also showed the Elantra passing by the victim's home three times, beginning at 3.29 a.m. that day. Mm-hmm. Why, are you, why are you passing by so many times, like, 30 minutes before mm-hmm. they're killed. Mm-mm. So at 4.04 a.m., the Elantra returned to the home a fourth time. At 4.20 a.m., the vehicle was seen leaving the victim's neighborhood at a high rate of speed, which is weird because, hold on, I'm going to go back real quick. When was her DoorDash delivered again? It was like the four time. Four. Da, 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 da. 4.04, something like that. Shoots. Let me say. Who had the DoorDash? Uh, the one with the boyfriend. Zana, yeah. And I, I really hope and pray I'm saying this name right. How do you spell it? X-A-N-A. Do you think that I'm saying it right? I don't know. She was on Tic Tac at 412. The hell did she get her DoorDash delivered? I don't know. Okay. You can, you know, control oh, or control command F. F. DoorDash. Four, it just says 4 a.m. All right, so... But still, okay. I mean, DoorDash guy was... Just maybe missed that he murderer. Like, maybe he slipped slipped in while they were distracted with getting their DoorDash. Did they even pick up the DoorDash from the front door? They must have. Like, So maybe? they went downstairs, Oh, you know, you, sometimes it. I do leave it just at the door. No, but I'm saying, like, was she murdered before she could go, even go downstairs to get it? I don't know. That's a good point. So investigators trace the ownership of this vehicle... This is how they found this motherfucker Mm. Um, to a local individual, Brian with a Y Kohlberger, who drove the car with his father to the Pocono mountains of Pennsylvania for the holidays. He was pulled over twice within a near five mile radius of Indiana state police on interstate 70 outside of Greenfield, Indiana for speeding and tailgating. The FBI denied allegations that they had directed the Indiana State Police to make the stops, which. <clears throat> but who cares if they did or not? Aren't sh- they allowed to? I'm sure. Sh- who the right? fuck cares? Like, who the fuck cares? Investigators- um, he's a murderer. <laughs> I don't care if the FBI did or right? did not. Come on. Um, investigators obtained cell phone data that showed that Kohlberger's phone stopped connecting to the network around 2 47 a.m. in Pullman 
on November 13th before reconnecting at 4.48 a.m. near Blaine, Idaho. What does that mean, connecting to what network? So like, he, like, turned you, his- your own Wi-Fi, you disconnect from when you're driving mm-hmm. away from your home and then reconnecting to it. You know what I mean? Oh, 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 oh okay. Um, so Blaine, Idaho is near um, Moscow. Oh, okay. Um, it's a highway near Moscow. So cell phone data. So he must have shut it off if it reconnected to a cell phone tower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so cell phone data also shows that he was near the victim's residence around 9 a.m. on November 13th, approximately five hours after the killings, which is what the fuck? Right. He drove back. They always say that like most of these killers return to their scene of the crime to like look at all like. Did they find them yet? You know, if there's like, if they're roped off and you know, that mass of people comes around like, what's happening? What happened? What happened? There's sometimes in there. In the crowd Mm -hmm. watching. That's so sick. There's like town hall meeting. Usually they're in there. (gasps) You're right. It's super creepy. The Golden State Killer did that too. Oh, I got another chill. It's just because those are really psychopaths. And they were talking about him in the town hall. And then he ended up killing the guy saying like, what kind of man can't defend his wife? And he ended up, yeah, not good. Okay, so, okay, so police also obtained data that indicated that he was near the residence at least 12 times between June 22nd and November 13th. Why are you there so many times? Investigators had additionally obtained a sample of DNA. So he's obviously her stalker, by the way. For sure. Um, so investigators had additionally obtained a sample of DNA from the crime scene that did not belong to any of the victims. Mm-mm. So that's probably one of those like um, okay. slip of the knife attacks. Like you're, oh, you're stabbing someone so much and the blood, you, you, you know, you the knife slips because your hands are slippery. And then well, they test every inch of blood. Yeah, they, they really wow. they really do that. They're trying to find a murderer. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um, so the DNA was found on a tan leather knife sheath. Oh, which was on Madison's bed. So stupid head left it there. Idiot. He was too busy stabbing people to remember. Mm -hmm. And this is where I love genealogy and these um, DNA kits. So using public geology. Genealogy. Genealogy. Oh, my God. I can't. Geology is rocks. Oh, my God. You're right. Using rocks. (laughs) Some (laughs) graphite and (laughs) stuff. Didn't you take geology in college? <laughs> I did. Why? Because it was an easy class. Oh my and god! And I got to. You know where we went? We went to fucking Colum- We met at Columbus Circle in New York, and went to go look at the fucking boulders in Central Park. To, that's to what like, you did. Look, yeah, I know. That that's was your as, life. That's as much geology as you can get when you are living in, in New, New York, York City. City. Oh, god. good times. Good times. Noodle salad. salad. Need in that the movie. movie. <laughs> It's such a good one. Uh, we can't be friends, people, if you don't know that movie. Good times, the noodle sound. All right, back to not good times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once they had the gene- genealogy um, from the tan leather knife, they were like, all right, well, this sh- guy in the Hyundai, 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 Hyundai. Hyundai? Is uh, fishy as shit. So they took <laughs> DNA found on, um, in trash because again, anything at your curb, anybody can look at. Um, oh, 
Because he's not arrested yet. They no. just stopped him from so his speeding. So they took trash from his family's home in Pennsylvania where that fucker was hiding out. Um, so prior to... In the fucking Poconos, dickhead. So prior to their arrest, investigators monitored Brian Kohlberger outside of his parents' home. He was seen multiple times wearing surgical gloves. Fucking psychopath. Uh, he surgical was a, gloves? He's like, Is he a college student? Yeah, when he was a grad student, the fucking oh, asshole. God. He was observed putting trash bags inside of other trash bags, inside a neighbor's can, like... Obviously, All the, there's something like very scrambled with your brain. Yeah. So the items were sent to the Idaho State Lab for testing. Authorities also said that Brian had, quote, cleaned his car inside and outside, not missing an inch of area. So they're like, honest to God, watching him. Like, oh, there he goes. Oh, he's vacuuming. Oh, shampooing <laughs> the carpets. I mean, you know? Like, oh, my God. There was a search of his home after he was arrested, um, which revealed a knife, a pistol, and a black face mask. Oh. Which I guess you could say, since it's fucking cold there, that you're skiing. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I guess also because it's COVID, then he could have a- Black face mask. Shut up, man. You know how many of my students wear black face masks? That's that's a little bit dangerous. No, it's not. To wear as an- as a their kid, eyes are showing. As a kid living in the and inner city. their mouth city, is showing. You, you look like a fucking thief. That's like Listen, code for I'm a burglar. Know. I mean, I think it looks stupid. I don't you know why. You look like a burglar. I know, Jenna. I don't know why they wear it, but they do wear it, okay? <sighs> so at the time of his arrest, authorities found Brian Kohlberger in the kitchen dressed in a shirt and shorts while wearing examination gloves again, putting trash into a separate Why is he wearing shorts? Bags. It's cold. I, I, but he's putting more trash while wearing gloves again into what's Ziploc in, bags. Did, did we find out what's in I the trash? I can't wait until this trial happens to find out what, how scrambled this guy's fucking brains are that he's doing this repeatedly. Where are his parents? Didn't he drive with his dad? Where's his dad? Him and not his dad watching. Like, drove that car together. But they're not. But like, not that day. I don't know. Right. Okay. So who is this fucking guy? Brian with a Y, Christopher Kohlberger, 28-year-old man, was taken into custody. custody I can't speak. Um, by You're like, uh, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> by FBI SWAT team, which like, I just like. Maybe it's the name SWAT, but they just sound so badass. Maybe it's because um, Colin Farrell. I know the SWAT movie. Yeah, that yeah. SWAT movie. Maybe oh, it's he's that. Hot. Right? Mm-hmm. So FBI SWAT and Pennsylvania State Police on December 30th at the home. And this is only I must like have missed this totally that he was caught in Pennsylvania. Totally missed this. It's only two weeks later. He was caught at the home of his parents in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. He was born November 21st, 1994 in Albrightsville, Pennsylvania. Mm, His parents were originally natives of Brooklyn, New York. Oops. (laughs) Shortly after finishing Pleasant Valley High School in 2013. That didn't make him very pleasant. There you go. I was going to make a similar corny joke. Um, He attended Monroe Career and Tech Institute in Bartonsville, but dropped out one year later. He then returned to Northampton Community College in Bethlehem, PA, where he earned an associate's degree in psychology. I'll repeat that. Psychology. What's with these psychos in psychology? In 2018, after graduating from Northampton, he worked as a security guard. 
Oh my god! Security. It's like the Pinkman thing. The Pinkman. The Pinkman security. Oh my god! You remember that? Yeah. Well, terrifying that was another one stories. That traumatized you? Yeah. Terrifying stories stick in my head. That was another I survived story. I told you. What was that one called? I don't, the Pinkman something. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't. Sorry, I had to drink some it's wine. Called Stabby Stab. I don't know. Also, was not called that. So, oh, ooh, mama. My leg. It's asleep. <laughs> so he worked as a security guard for the Pleasant Valley School District. Dear God. For the school? Dear God. Help for us the all. school? Where are their clearances? Where, you take a psych test, something. His, fa- his father oh, previously no. worked there as a maintenance worker for many years. And you his know mother, what? I mean, if he didn't do any crimes, it's like. His mother was a substitute teacher there, too. Oh, These poor parents. No. He received a BA in 2020 and MA. In 2022, in criminal justice. Oh, but when did he turn cray? I think he was always cray. But he hasn't done anything that he's gotten arrested for. Let me let me finish my story. Okay, you're saying. right. He hasn't. Um, so he gets a master's in, in criminal justice in 2022 from the Salis University in Center Valley, Pennsylvania. Um, so he's from PA. How did he end up in Idaho? I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I don't know. How um, do you end up stalking someone in Idaho? He's in Pennsylvania. I think he was doing something. I'll get it. Oh, a teaching assistant. That's what it was. Um, so like, just to sidetrack really quick, um, when he first was arrested, you know, everything was going around on the internet and there was this whole thing that showed that he, you know, read it. Yeah. So he apparently went on Reddit and was doing a poll saying like, oh, I'm getting my master's in criminal justice for anybody who's been arrested before or who's thought about committing a crime, a physical violent crime. What were your motives and um, how did you feel before, during and after your violent crime? Because he wanted to see if it would be worth it for him to do it. Or maybe he just wanted to see if anybody else felt the way he felt. I don't know. But the fact that he's on Reddit getting a poll about something that he's about to do is beyond creepy. Beyond creepy. Wow. Okay. Okay. So after he gets his master's, he later moves to Washington State to pursue a PhD in Washington State University in Pullman. So the Pullman campus is in Idaho. So Washington State University in Pullman campus in Idaho. That's like Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Exactly. So weird. So the Pullman campus is about 10 miles away from Moscow. At the time of the killings, he was a doctoral student in criminology. Doctorate? What the fuck did he want to do with it? So maybe it was the Reddit thing was when he was getting his doctorate and not master's. Anyway, no matter what, it's fucked up. Still, Still ridiculous. So he had completed his first semester there nine days before his arrest. Um, Brian Kohlberger had been a teaching assistant, like I said, and less than two weeks before the murders, faculty members met with him to discuss growing concerns about his behavior and conduct. Oh. So he must have been acting fucking weird because stalking they somebody. terminated him from his <gasps> teaching assistant position. Mid-semester. On December 19th, with the decision being based on, quote, oh, after the deaths, um. quote, unsatisfactory performance as a teaching assistant, including his 
failure to meet the quote norms of professional behavior with faculty. What the fuck was he doing? Norms of say that again. Norms of norms, professional behavior. Yes, with faculty. Yes. So he being unprofessional and creepy and inappropriate and what? What's he doing specifically? I can't wait for the trial. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, I wonder he, if he was acting crazier after the murders happened because he was feeling like, like you know, possibly. I don't know. Possibly. Um. Yeah. Possible. He like finally like, was, like achieved what he wanted to achieve, and who knows? Maybe he was sad she was finally gone, and like, and then, or maybe he was like on edge that he was going to get caught, and he was acting fucking. Yeah, weird. it was probably that he was going to get caught. So Brian was arrested on four counts of first-degree murder and one family count of burglary, and he was appointed a public defender uh, and detained without bond at Monroe County Correctional Facility in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. On his return to the Monroe County Courthouse on January 3rd, 2023, he agreed to extradition, and on January 4th, he was flown to Idaho. I was going to ta- say, like, if he was caught there, but yeah, he's extradited to, okay. to Idaho, taken to the Lot Lotta or Lot, yeah, I think it's Lotta County Jail, where he was held without bail. So. His first appearance in the county courthouse was on January 5th, 2023, and he was charged with four counts of first-degree murder and burglary for breaking into the home with the intent to commit a felony. So on the 12th, he made his second appearance for a status conference in the same room of the courthouse, and it was a preliminary probable cause hearing. Um, and his trial, like I said, is scheduled for June 26, 2023 at that courthouse. Um, in more, I guess this just came out, I think this past week news of maybe just sort, some sort of, I don't want to say satisfaction, but maybe some, uh, like some piece where they don't have to constantly be reminded of the crimes. So on February 24th, University of Idaho President C. Scott Green announced that um, the house was donated to the university and that they would now demolish that house. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Scholarships were also put up in the names of the students Aww. of um, Ethan, uh, Zana, and Madison. Um, what about the other girl? A memorial garden for the victims on the University of Idaho campus is also being planned for them as well. Where are the two roommates that are living? So their names, I think, for their safety have not been um, released, but I assume they got the fuck out of there real fast. Um, I'm traumatized for life after that, if that was me. Honestly, I'm traumatized, like for my children for their future i like can you live at home with me forever please oh my god lulu had a lockdown drill at school and <gasps> she's fucking <gasps> three. Oh, a drill drill drill, 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 drill. drill. i'm drill. sorry sorry oh sorry drill. anyway the way she said it to me was oh i hate that oh my Our god it's so sad she goes mom a, a scary lady said yeah. lockdown today yeah and i was like oh it yeah. just made me so sad that I, it, she said a scary lady. I know. I cried the first time my kids had to go through their very first, like, drill. Yeah. And it, like, because they, they have to have a conversation with the kids about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my kindergartner comes and says, if a bad man is in our school, we have to hide. 
And just like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to think about that at age five No, and or it's, age six or age 12. Like no. that's horrible. Kids should be safe at school. What? Yeah. Why are you targeting schools? Don't well, target anybody. Go to turn that gun around. And shoot yourself. And that's not, I mean, I no, but know. if you want to kill innocent children, children, fuck off. Fuck off. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Fuck off and die. There you go. Yeah. That's how Didn't you see that thing I just po- reposted? Um, it was a John Stewart interview with... Um, I fucking love John Stewart. Okay, but did you that see it? He should was, be our president. I he mean, was like, come at me if you disagree. I don't oh fucking God, care. Right? He um, was There's talking about... things I care about. Like, how you, you know how the whole, drags, the whole drag... The whole drag... ...show <laughs> storytelling to children. And they're like... Mm. He was like, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm, going to mm-hmm, curb mm-hmm. these people because what? What do you think? Are you curbing their freedom of speech? He I goes, love how he what's threw the this number, freedom of speech. What's yep. the number one mm-hmm. killer of children? Is it people reading books? Drag, drag, drag yeah. people and drag reading books? And he go, and the guy was like, oh, I'm assuming uh, you're talking about... Uh, uh, fire and he's like, and goes, no, I'm not, not assuming. Yeah. I'm saying it. He's like, I'm assuming you're implicating. He's like, I'm not implicating. That is the number one killer of children. It's mm-hmm. guns, not cancer, not your accidental drownings. It's guns. Mm-hmm. And it, no, I know. And it then he was like, my blood. he's like, so if people in drag, mm-hmm. you know, want supervised, like, by, supervised their parents. by their parents, Parents brought, willing them brought, it's not like a, a fucking toddler's walking along the street and saying, you know what, I'm going to go into a drag show today. Right. If a parent took their children where like a, a, a nice um, woman, trans woman, wants to read my kid a story to show them that people come in all shapes and sizes and all looks. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have a book by Jonathan Van Ness. And he's an obvious man with a beard wearing a beautiful gown. Mm-hmm. And that's the, his cover photo of my book. And my daughter, Emmy, was like, oh, mom, have you read this book yet? Uh, with this with this, with this, this boy dressed in a dress. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm halfway through it, Emmy. She goes, oh, is it good? Not saying, like, why is he wearing a dress? Because the more exposure you give your yes, kids. correct. We're like, you know what? It's normal. Men it's can okay. Wear, can wear, boys can wear nail polish if they fucking want. Listen, Wesley you know had a pink fucking minky. I don't yeah. give a shit. It's their fucking body. If they want to wear a dress or wear fucking nail polish, who the care? Who cares? What if I was wear to wear a trucker hat and Timberlands? <laughs> you know, like you would look so cute. Thank you. You're I welcome. Would look adorable. You would. But anyway, the point is, you can't call them Timberlands. You have to call them Tims, though. Oh, if you're you gonna wear what? Tims, you gotta call them Tims. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So Jenna's not going to wear it for no. certain reasons. Literally, I was, uh, we were driving through Philly today and I was like, you know, if I was to live in this city, no, you can't it would it. have to be Society Hill because I need the bougie and yeah, it wasn't disputed. You're super bougie. I'm super bougie. Um, and you know what? That's okay. Anyway. Anyway, the point is John rant. Stewart's amazing and he was like freedom of speech, uh, you know, and you know. Fuck off everybody else. Yeah. If you want your people to be free to have guns to, quote, protect themselves, then why can't a man wear a, woman, a woman's dress? Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, woman's dress. It's yeah. just a fucking dress. Just a dress. They're not doing anything to anybody. No. Fuck off. And you know what? Stop killing kids. Stop killing kids. Anyway. That was big. That was a big Wicked tangent. Wicked wind down? Whew. Uh, before we go into Wicked wind down, I'm, I don't want to say stoked. 
Oh. But it's been long coming, and this this will be news already by the time this comes out. But it was announced that Judge O'Keefe has approved the media's request to film Paul Flores's sentencing that is supposed to happen tomorrow, March tenth, twenty twenty three. I'm gonna lose my goddamn. No, mind, I remember, Danielle. but I forget. He killed Kristen Smart. And Thank you, Kristen Smart. Thank you. I couldn't remember her name. Ago. I know. I couldn't remember his, her so name. So we've been I waiting forever bad. for this fucking sentence. This is the guy who did the play-by-play. The play-by-play in the courtroom. The, courtroom? the one that you posted on. Huh? What? My backyard podcast. Yes, in your back. Oh, in your own backyard. Yes. Yes, yes, looking yes, at yes, me yes. like I'm nuts. Yes, look in your own backyard. Podcast is yeah, telling us. There you go. Um, so yeah, so but his dickhead. There's a special place in hell for people like this. His oh, his dickhead, dickhead attorney. attorney is saying like, oh, uh, acquittal, oh, retrial, acquittal, retrial, acquittal on all these stupid things. I mean, so it's his job. He's being but... heard first. He's being heard first, and if the judge is like, you know, fuck off, then he'll immediately be sentenced. Hopefully that's the case, and that happens tomorrow, and he goes away for life. But if it's heard and he gets a fucking retrial or something, then this is extended, and Kristen's parents have to live that much longer when it's already been, you know, 20 years or something like that. That's so sad. So we can do a Wicked Wine now now. Okay. We have mom's night out tomorrow. We have mom's night out. So the deal is that our local like theater, um, it's like a small town theater is doing like moms come here. We'll have cocktails and like fake tattoos. And I think like cigarettes, they said, which like, what? I don't really feel like picking up a smoking hat habit at age 39. They said cigarettes. Why would yeah. they promote that? I would love some candy I would, cigarettes. I want a candy as cigarette. A, as a joke. Um, and so like cocktails and then we watched the movie bad moms, but we're going out with like some friends earlier for dinner at five, which, you know, is very early, but the show's at seven. So I mean, I eat dinner to, at five, but we need to eat early in order to consume the drinks. You're going to yeah. come. I'm telling this for the first time, by the way, you're coming to my house. Uh, oh. We're going to Uber What? to, or we can just walk no. there walk. and then we'll Uber back and then Karen will drive you home. What? Because you're going to get wasted. This is bad. I'm coming home to my mother-in-law and sister-in-law sleeping in my house tomorrow. They'll be sleeping by the time you get home. Maybe not. They like to sleep. Who the fuck cares? Are you allowed to have a night out? Oh my God. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know. I feel very aggressive. I think there was a story. Why are you so aggressive? I know you're my older sister and you like to yell at me, but. No, I don't like to yell at you. You I like to be protective and be like. You like to be a little bit bossy. Protective. Uh, Oh God. You boss me around, and I think you Listen, like it. Let's act the. Mo- let, what did let's we just like say? Right what did now? we just say? Like at the start of this podcast, when I told you my friend was pregnant, and you oh, were I like, you, I said, "Hell no, don't you have can't." Any more babies? Hell no, you're not allowed. No, you said don't. You said nope, you're not allowed. That's what you said. I'm sorry. I know, but you've uh, had complications. Okay. Anyway, I would like but to I'm have just saying. You, listen, I want to <sighs> be on a fucking park bench with you, Aww. and when we're like, okay, if you're. Okay, so I'm 100 and you're 96, and we're like fucking old and wrinkly as shit with diapers cane, and all diapers and a wobbly, shaky cane, Aww. and but like like a Bloody Mary in the other hand. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, right? a spicy one. I want to be spicy like, you one. know, we're old. Might as well like get drunk at like 11 a.m. on hey, a park make bench. Make it 9 a.m. I don't care. Yeah, like good morning. Oh, that's put cute. some vodka in my tomato juice. <laughs> that's cute. I like it. Right. So sorry. No. Lock oh. that vagina up. 
I have an IUD, so I can't. Lock your uterus up. Um, oh, 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 okay. Oh We're, this God. is like tangent city. We're going back to roots Ooh. of tangentness. So my kids, specifically my younger daughter, has been on a big thing of having like a me being pregnant and having a third <gasps> baby. Right? Yeah, she's like touching my stomach. She's like, can I have a brother? I'm like, no. <laughs> she has Wesley. That's, that's enough. Uh, that's what I said. I was like, you have your cousin Wesley. She goes, yeah, but he doesn't live with us. So I was like, you would have to share a room with your sister because we only have three bedrooms. And, you know, unfortunately, now you have bunk and Ella beds. have been sleeping together for the past week. Every night? Every night. They love it. Mm. And so I joked with my older, I was like, oh, I guess your room's a guest room now. And they're like, no. And so my youngest daughter tonight was like, we were saying our prayers and she was like, you know what we need, mom? I feel like we need another sister. I go, nope, no, you're fine. Sister now. Now it's a sister. I was like, I, me and daddy really love just you and you and Emmy. Like we just want to. And they're like, why? I'm like, mm. Ella was like, I promise I will help out so much. That's so cute. It's very cute. But I've never wanted something less. Oh my God. Well, cause you're at the, you're very far from that baby stage. I'm very far from the baby stage. I can sleep now and I'm catching up on years of not you sleeping. You go places without naps. Yeah. We're thinking about vacations where it's easier to go away now. Cause they're not little babies. No, and it is nice. You know, like we can no drop car them seat off at, stuff. Well, well, There's I mean, still car seats, but um, we can drop them off at friends' houses and have like cocktails, like cocktails, have like mid-afternoon drinks. It's <laughs> a lot around alcohol. You know, shh, or just like have some alone time. Like the other day, they they were alone each other. Alone time to make that other baby. No, snippety snippers. Um, no, they were each at their own like friends play dates, and like we ended up like going for a hike in the park oh, and everything. Cute. And I was like. I don't, I don't have that. I don't want a baby. No. Lulu so, was asking for more cousins today. Oh, Her and Ella must have been happening? channeling things. This is freaking things. me out, man. So that was the moral of my story. I'm worried that they're manifesting shit for us, and I don't want shit manifesting. What What are you hearing? You didn't hear that banging? Was that the, my ice maker? Probably. Oh, what the fuck? Shh, shh. Right, That's too loud for the mouse, so. What? It's Matt. He's doing it on purpose. You think? Matthew, I hate you. <laughs> I All can right. tell it's him. Okay. All right. On that note, <laughs> hashtag no more babies. Hashtag if you want to have a baby, you can have a baby. <laughs> your uterus, your problem. Exactly. <laughs> your problem. Oh, my God. No, I love my children so much, but I That's don't want That's enough more. for you. I'm You're done. fulfilled. Yeah, my the gyno said. Closed. My gyno said, if your family picture oh, I looks, my <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. If your family picture looks perfect to you, then you're done. Oh, that's what I said to her. I because her birthday's coming up. I was like, you know, like you made my heart complete. And she goes, yeah, but I'm feeling like we need somebody else. I'm like, I'll get a third dog before I have a third kid. You know, you really would. You would get a fourth dog before you had another kid. Yeah. Well, it's actually impossible for you to have another kid, so you would get You know, I just recently went to my doctor, and they were like, and I was like, oh, I'm married. They're like, okay, what birth control are you using? And I was like, "Uh, vasectomy. 
And (laughs) like literally like two months after a second baby happened. Um, And they're like, you know, that can regrow. And she showed me a fucking chart and the statistics are not in my favor. So I'm like, I told you he should be getting checked. I'm like, how often do you get checked? How often should I get, should he get checked? Every six months. That's excessive. Once a year. Fine. But like, I need somebody to say that when he goes to his annual, he should just be like blood work, blood pressure, sperm sample, (laughs) all the fluid, all the fluid. Give me all the fluid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to wrap this up. This is taking a turn. This is taking a really bad turn. Save your house. Lock your doors. Safety in numbers. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, help us out and follow, subscribe, rate, and review. Share us with your friends on Instagram at did not need to know and Facebook and Twitter at DNNTK podcast. We will be releasing new episodes every Monday. Bye.